Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to They Talk A Good Game, your favorite rugby league podcast, everyone's favorite rugby league podcast. Uh, one of the biggest NRL podcasts uh, in Sydney, in New South Wales, in Queensland, in Brisbane, and now soon to be in Redcliffe or just the northern not Redcliffe necessarily the northern region Brisbane Sunshine Coast kind of area I'm Lockie I'm joined by Harvey hello very crisp introduction yes 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 looking forward to um what this episode has in store for all our fine listeners out there. Yeah, if you haven't figured it out already by the title of the episode or my rambling intro, it, we're jumping on today. Um, we weren't expecting to do a podcast today, but we are committed to being up to date with everything on this show and we're dropping an episode all about the Dolphins being the 17th team in the National Rugby League. How exciting. Very exciting. So That's great. Exciting. Yeah, I think it's I think it's terrific. If anything, I'd like to see an 18th team sooner rather than later as well. 17's a bit of a weird number. But it is. I'd agree. I think they'll definitely look to bring in that 18th team. I just think it's a lot less clear as to where it's going to be located. Yes, I'm glad they've gone to Queensland and to kind of the Brisbane area um, for this 17th team. I think it was the area, even though even though you know there's a whole part of the country over in Perth and Adelaide that don't have any teams and and New Zealand, you know, yeah, but but still with Queensland such a huge huge rugby league state. They just love their rugby league and to only have three teams that was t- criminal, but now with mm-hmm. four it feels it feels a little bit it feels a bit more feels right. more balanced. I guess it it's also from the NRL's perspective, it's a pretty safe bet to expand into. We know that yeah. Queensland is league mad. They can't lap it up enough. And the Broncos have done a lot over the last couple of years to persuade some of their fans to <laughs> stop following as closely <laughs> given their uh, lack of dominance in, in the last couple of years. So there are lots of young kids growing up eager to follow a big Brisbane team, and it might not be the Broncos for once starting in 2023. Yeah. So there's lots to look forward to. I mean, the coach is pretty clear. I don't know whether it's official no, or it, not. No, it's, it's been made official today, not, oh, long, not long after the NRL officially announced uh, that the Dolphins had won the spot. Um, it came out that Wayne Bennett is going to be the club's uh, foundation coach and not not – on a small deal either. It's three years that he's signed. Um, well, he's clearly committed to, to it. And I think you need somebody, one with experience, but two that's committed to the long-term side of things as well. And yeah, but, you know, it's funny because, you know, after it was announced um, last year even that he was going to be uh, leaving Souths in 2022 and that already set up the plan for Demetrio to come in and be the new head coach, you know, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like Bennett was almost retiring in a way because at that point we didn't know for sure that a team was going to come in 
you know, in a couple of years, and and you know, it, there weren't many options left for him. It didn't feel like he was going to go to a br- whole brand new club. And mm. Broncos definitely didn't feel. It feels like that bridge has burnt um, in terms yeah. of the head office and and Bennett. So this team has come at the right time. You start to wonder if Wayne knew all along what was go- <laughs> what was what was going to happen. Yeah, maybe, maybe he, yeah, knew exactly what was going to unfold and he just positioned himself perfectly to be available um, coming in to the Dolphins' expansion. And I think he'll be head coach certainly to start with, but I wouldn't be surprised if he moved into a director or, you know, head Mm. of football role um, after that, potentially at the back end of that three years. But, I mean, while there's not much debate about the coach, there is lots of debate about who's going to play for them, which yes. players are going to jump ship into the brand new Dolphin side, what are their marquee signings going to be, who's their captain going to be, mm. are they going to tap into some of the young guns coming through the system there already that you know are just going to step up into the NRL. Um, lots yeah. of questions about their playing side, I suppose. Lots, loads, yeah, heaps of questions about... The team and with, you know, I think over 150 NRL players currently off contract at the end of the 2022 season, there's a bit of choice for this Redcliffe team the moment that they start to be able to enter into the player market and it's going to be an absolute frenzy. And I think, yeah, there'll be some teams that might come out a bit worse for wear at the end of it. Mm. Um, so I guess, should we start to think about what a potential realistic, but strong, but realistic 17 might look like for Redcliffe come 2023? Yeah, I'd love to. I think keeping it realistic is fairly key. Um, obviously yeah. there's a lot of players that could move but keeping it to those players just off contract at the moment for 2022 works well as narrowing down our focus into the players that we're going to look at. Mm. And obviously we we don't have any information about who's actually going to sign there, but let's see if we can get as close as we can and think about the players that would be likely to want to make a move into a second Brisbane side. So there are lots of Queenslanders I can imagine would be very, very, keen on stepping in and filling in one of the jerseys there yeah are there any that stand out to you potentially um someone that's kind of you know he's not he's not the biggest name in the game at the moment he's 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 a very much middle of the road sort of player but he's a queenslander currently playing for the canberra raiders comes off contract at the end of 2022 a player like Corey horsburgh horsburgh is someone yeah, i love it that i could see you know, slipping into that back row up at Redcliffe. I don't, you know, he's just yeah. a name that's immediately I thought, I don't want to start with like a mega star. No, no, but I think on terms of most likely, he'd be up there. He'd be, you know, a couple of seasons deep into his career now, um, looking to make that next step up into the Origin Arena. And if he was offered a starting spot or even any spot really with the Dolphins, I think he'd jump onto it, depending how the Raiders fare over the next couple of years, obviously, but that's going to be the same story for every name that we mention. Mm. 
because they've still got a fair bit of NRL to play before they'd be potential Dolphins. But I'm happy to go for him. Another uh, sort of middle forward that I had my eyes on uh, from the Broncos, this would be a bit of a steal, would be Patrick Carrigan. Yeah, yeah. Missed a lot this year due to injury, but I just think he's the perfect sort of player to build a squad around. Um, very defensively astute, hard, ball-running yep. player. Still young. Play big minutes. Still young. Yeah, so yeah, got- I think he even may have captained the Broncos at one point last year or something, or co-captain when they were just really void on everything. Um, mm. So he's got some leadership potential there as well. If if you're taking those sorts of things into consideration, yeah. Well, I think I think I think they would. I think they would take those sorts of things into consideration, especially seeing. And also, we must remember who the coach of this Redcliffe team is. It's Wayne Bennett, and he has worked with a lot of those Broncos players mm. before, definitely has a lot of their respect still. So yeah, for sure. That's that's definitely someone that I could see in that frame. Are they, are they two players that you're happy to put in the starting front row? Let's do, well, Hors- we can shuffle it around. Horsburgh would be more of a, well, he could be, he can play sort of back row or, or middle. Um, I don't know, at the moment, I've just got, got them both in there and I guess we'll figure out All right, let's figure it where out. they sit. Um, um, does another name jump out at you? Well, I'm wondering because now I'm 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 looking at two names here that would be big would be big names would be marquee right, signings. They'd be marquee signings. One is Viliami Kikau. Okay, he's he's there's been talk about him potentially leaving Penrith uh, at the end of next year for salary cap mm-hmm. reasons. Um, and the other one I'm talking about is Cody Walker. <laughs> From the South Sydney Rabbits, although okay. he's recently signed a new deal, hasn't he, Cody? I think. Yeah, and I, th- I think, I think, he think he'll retire at the Rabbitohs. I can't see it. I yeah. think he'll be too old. Yeah, no, nah, look, I, I kind of take it back. But what are your thoughts on Kikau? I, or is it just not realistic to you? It just, it just doesn't strike me as a headline I'm likely to see. Okay. Because I just think Kikau, yeah, he's I hope that it happens. salary cap pressure. But I just think he's too committed. I think he'll take a pay cut to stay with the Penrith boys mm. and you know taste success. Um, maybe in two years' time, you know, when this side's going to be um, actually playing, things are a bit different. Okay. But he's, he's too much of a New South Wales through and through. Is he going to relocate? I don't know. I'm, I'm New South Wales through and through. He's, he's, he's Fijian. Well, no, I, I meant. It feels like he's very much at home in Penrith. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, often it does feel that way while a player is at a club. And then the or next true. thing you know, That's so true. James Maloney looked at home at every single club he played for, and he played for about six. Yeah. Won a premiership right. with Cronulla. And then he looked, and then the next year, almost almost two years later, is at Penrith playing next to Nathan Cleary. Oh, look, I'm happy to I'm happy to pencil in kick out. Let's, pe- let's I just let's think pencil if in. there are a couple of other marquee let's, signings that seem more likely. Let's then do a little bit of penciling. Let's go for it. Let's go All for right. it. Okay, um, first marquee man is in the books. <laughs> I'm gonna suggest another marquee man. Okay. To fill out some of the spine. And I'm looking at hookers. Okay. Specifically Reed Marnie. Ooh. Now there's obviously the debate between Marnie and Grant um, as the two up-and-coming yeah. Queensland hookers. Personally, I think Grant will stay at, Melbourne. at the Storm just because 
why wouldn't you? <laughs> and I think it's likely that this Brandon Smith moving into the lock role is just going to work wonders for them and mm. they wouldn't break it up. I'll tell you um, what, I'll tell you what, that Wayne, you know, all, all kind of like all, everything goes out the door. The fact that Wayne Bennett is the coach of this team, that will attract a lot of play, like a lot of, Players, but does, even does if, it drag players away from Bellamy and well, the Storm? Don't I know, think, but Bellamy's only currently committed to one more year of head coaching the Storm, so he could be he could be hanging up the hanging up the coaching uh, polo yeah. shirt at the at the end of at the end of next year. Yeah, and, and that might that might cause some Storm players to go. Well, Wayne Bennett's Wayne Bennett's I mean, up in. It, Queensland. Obviously, but, it's a big call. Um, yeah, I, I like. I think Marnie would be a more likely. Um, I also candidate. don't think that Harry Grant's off contract for twenty twenty two. Is he not? No. No. Okay. Um, well, then. So well, then. Why did we even have, have that debate? There we go. It was just the two names in my head, but <laughs> I'm happy to go for Marnie. Yeah, I think. Heading up to Queensland would be good for him and his origin prospects. Okay, speaking of Melbourne, speaking okay. of Melbourne, Christian Welch comes off contract at the end of 2022. I, I almost feel like he could be their number one signing in terms of importance. The Dolphins you're talking about? Welch. Yeah, you're talking about, the, you're talking about for the Dolphins, not for the Storm. Yeah, yeah okay. No, yeah, I think, I think... So you think it's pretty viable? I think it's very viable. I think it's a big move for Welch. I wouldn't even be surprised if he came in and was the type of like to captain them. Oh, just because he's been he in a be, winning system, he would be an, he would be an amazing um, uh, foundation captain for them or co-captain, depending on what other play, sure. what other leaders yeah. they manage to get. It's but unlikely they'll put it all on one player anyway. They but. probably will go for a co-captain system. I know the Gold Coast Titans did that in 07 with Scott Prince and Luke Bailey. Mm, Once again, that was, that, was, that was a prop and uh, and it was their halfback. Could we see, depends on depends on who's likely to get that halfback jersey, but we could see something similar. Yeah, look, we haven't obviously got to the halfback yet, but I'm more than happy to put Welch in that side okay. and even pencil in the C next to his name. Wow. Wow. Or, or the co-C. <laughs> We should probably refer to it. Oh, yes. But I think I think we just bring him in if we're looking at forming the side. He probably comes into that front row well, and should well, we just move Horsburgh yeah. to the bench? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, at the moment, I've got Horsburgh in the back row with Kikau. I don't think Horsburgh is a All right. Let's rower. put him on the bench. Let's just put him on the bench. I've only ever seen him at prop. So yeah, fair. I'm happy with him as an impact player. Fair. Good call. Um. Oh, what was I saying? I was going to say something. Halfback, were you thinking about? No. Oh, what I was saying was while we're thinking about like as we're going, we're thinking about mm. captains and stuff and who's potential leaders. We also need to make sure this side has one or two decent goal kickers. That's a very good <laughs> point. Otherwise, they're screwed. So that's true. Got to we got to really think here. Okay, you know, we're doing all of all of the Dolphins uh, stuff job for them they all they've got to do is read this and then they, that's they've right got their, they've got their, their they might be hiring a couple of recruitment managers there uh, could be some jobs available <laughs> and this is our resume going do you reckon they'd make us quit the podcast <laughs> no no the podcast okay. brought us to them it would probably they'd let us keep doing the podcast because <laughs> yeah, okay. we would have to if they if they said you've got to quit the podcast we we wouldn't be able to take those jobs harvey no i don't this podcast think so. means too much to us 
That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, whose turn is it to pick someone? Oh, I got well, Welch, so it's your turn. Yeah, I'll throw out a name. I know we're focusing on the forwards here, but they do keep jumping out at me. Sure. Uh, a player that came into the league with an immense impact, but in recent years has tailed off a bit, but probably still has their best yet to give. Cohen Hess at the yeah. Cowboys, okay. Queenslander. Okay. Like the move down to the Brisbane, North Brisbane, Redcliffe area. I'm not sure where he'd necessarily line up. Yeah, because he... But he's the type of player that I could see them latching on to. Well, we either put him in the second row alongside Kickout or we just have him off the bench. I'm leaning towards having him off the bench. Um, yeah, I would too. I think he's more of... He's a just a big lump and good... good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but he is so much Hope more. You're listening, Colin. He, he is so much more than that. But what I mean <laughs> is, he's a big body, and he's just someone that you bring on, make his job really simple, and just mm-hmm. have him have him smash some players on the other team. Um, yeah. No, he's more than just a big lump. He's he's a lovely he's a lovely young man, as far okay. as I'm aware. Um, okay, I've got someone. Yeah, go for it. Philip Sammy from the Gold Coast Titans. He's a Queenslander. Um, he's not someone he's that I... He's underrated, not, I think. He's not someone that I see spending his entire career at the Gold Coast. Um, he's already just there, just down south in the in the Gold Coast. It's not a, not a long drive up to Redcliffe, so he wouldn't have to change his, his life too much for him and his family. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. I a, think... Once again, an yeah. origin player. We mustn't, we mustn't forget. He, a previous origin winger. Um, he's sort of an obvious one for them to target, although you don't really think about it that way. Um, but he, for all the mm. right reasons that you just mentioned, he stands out as a player that they could go after. Somebody with a very high ceiling has been playing the game for a number of years and improving steadily. Yeah, and uh, is probably likely to move on to various clubs throughout their career. So why not the Dolphins? Yeah, I think um, I think maybe pencil him in as a centre. It's been his recent oh, position. Okay. Could could be yep. a winger. We could move him to the wing. If yeah, needed. pencil it in, mate. We'll pen- There's we'll, always wait, a rubber on the back we'll, of that pencil. We'll pencil him in. We'll pencil <laughs> him in. Um, um, gee whiz. Who? I'm, I'm looking at the, the 14 jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm looking at Cody Nicarima. Obviously, yeah, the yeah. failed spell at the Broncos failed is probably a bit harsh of a word, but he didn't succeed <laughs> very well when he was there. <laughs> um, he's since got onto the Warriors and done good things. Yeah, he can cover dummy half. He can cover the halves. He's yeah, a nice, nice option to return to his Queensland base. Return to but, his. He is a Kiwi originally, so he course, actually, he actually can't. I'm so, he currently is with his his base sort of local team, if you will. So he would have. Although to... they are based at Redcliffe at the moment, you have to think about that. Wow. All the Warriors players have been based at Redcliffe, and so wow. have been experiencing their training facilities and everything. So maybe we should be looking at the Warriors as a team to exploit in terms of recruiting from them. As you know, they could have been they've been having a tour of the facilities for the last two years. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, let's let's stick Cody Nikarima in the fourteen jersey. He's he's ho- he spent a lot of his career. Well, he definitely most of his Broncos career as your classic fourteen at the Warriors. He's pretty much been a five eight. Um, so if if we're sort of unsatisfied with some half options that we come up with, he can slide into the number six or seven. 
Sounds good. So we'll, we'll put him at 14 for now. But yeah, that Warriors point is an interesting one. And I wonder if a, a player who's literally just signed with the Warriors, he hasn't, he's playing there next year for one year, uh, been at the Titans his whole career. Ashley Taylor, don't know. I don't know if the is he someone the Dolphins would want to go after. I guess we'd have to wait and see how he goes with the Warriors next year. Is the yeah, I think a lot will like. I think Ash Taylor has the chance next year with the Warriors to really show whether he means to continue fighting for his career as an NRL player or whether he's hoping to be gifted another pay packet moving yeah. forward. If yeah. he can produce anywhere near his best footy there will be clubs looking to sign him on a longer-term deal again mm. when he finishes his time with the Warriors. But he comes with that sort of stain on his career as a new expansion team, mm. big money signing, long-term deal. And it, honestly, the Dolphins wouldn't offer him anything near that. But I just think it... I don't think they can move past that problem <laughs> just yeah. from a, a visual point of view. Yeah, you, um, you are probably right. You are probably right. <sighs> but look, I think he can, yeah, he can change a lot of people's minds in the next 12 months. Mm. Should we pencil him in or no? We go based off now. Look, I'm happy to pencil him in, but in my mind, there's no way that he lasts to the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you can pencil him in. I'm penciling him in. But I'll be then fighting for him to be rubbed out. Yeah, okay, I'm penciling him in, but I'm, okay. but doesn't we'll see if he lasts to the end of the podcast. <laughs> I thought you were saying like last to the end of like 2023 with the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, mate, well maybe that's That's too. good. That um, is good. Uh, I guess a big name that's coming out from the Roosters side. Ooh. I mean there are quite a few, but Joey Manu is being fought about a lot. He's been talked um, about. He has been talked about. With with the next sort of big money offer coming his way. And yeah. he certainly deserves it with the talent that he's shown throughout the last couple of years. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm even, you know, looking at him being a potential fullback for this mm. side. Um, that, that is actually a really good shout. That because actually, that's something they can offer. Obviously, they're rebuilding yes, their side because, so they can go to these marquee players and say, look, 
we're happy to build a side around you. Where do you want to play? Yeah. Who, who do you want as your halves partner type of thing? Yeah. These are all questions that they're probably going to be asking. Joey Marnick, do you want to play fullback for the Dolphins? Is he's, that one that's going to crop up? He's also a potential 5'8 as well. Like you, you'd think with with a big money offer, if he were to go to the Dolphins, he'd be their fullback or 5'8. Yeah, um, I don't think he'd move and play centre. No, no, yeah, he wouldn't because I think the money he's on at the Roosters right now is good enough for his centre spot. But if he wants to be, you know, earning those big spine bucks, then he's got to then well, it's not he's got to. He, he, he wants to shift anyway, it seems like. Um, so that that's a very viable option because there's no the – be- yeah. the beautiful thing about a new team, there's no incumbent fullback there no, that's stealing it. his jersey that he's got to wait for. Well, I, I like think we, we use a pen to pencil him into either one of those positions, 5'8 or fullback. Because he'll be in the side. Yeah, he's in. But it's just whether he's at one where, or six. Where he goes. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Well, let's let's look I've at got, what other fullbacks and five eights we have when we get to them. when we get to them. Yes. Do you have somebody that's standing out for you? Um. Well, we talked about Ashley Taylor having a chip on his shoulder, and this is another player with a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> Anthony Milford. Yeah. Uh, once again. Difficult to see once again. An and that, Ash Taylor, Anthony Milford, halves combination <laughs> at the Dolphins would be a sight of a hole. Well, Anthony Milford played his best footy, coached by Wayne Bennett, got him to the grand final in 2015. Yeah, he's also just got him down to the Rabbitohs, supposedly. Yeah, for one year, and then <laughs> yeah. and then Demetrio will send him back up to to Uncle Wayne as a potential potential. Yeah, for sure. I think it's another. He's, he's more. That, I think he's more interesting as a prospect than Ash Taylor. I'd agree. I so should we pencil agree. him in? <laughs> yeah, because halves okay. are going to be hard to find. Currently penciled in half combination is Anthony Milford at six and Ash Taylor at seven. What a side! Who what a what a powerhouse we're building. <laughs> a spanner in the works. Yeah, Jack Bird. See, he's someone I was going to suggest. I was going to, and suggest. I have no clue what his best position is nowadays. Don't know if it's I, center. Don't know if it's second row. It could be a five eight. Could be even, a five eight even, or a lock. But also, there's the realism aspect. He's already had a move up to Queensland that didn't work. Will he give it another go? He's still young and has time left to to give. It's true. It's true. He might. He might be inclined to. Stay at the Dragons, which is where he's kind of found form for the first time since he left the Sharks. Yeah, tough one to even pencil in. Actually, I was <laughs> you literally made just that one that one point, and now I don't know anymore. Yeah, it's I difficult. just don't know. I just don't know. Um, yeah, that's a tricky one. <laughs> indeed, that is in that is indeed a tricky one. Oh gosh. Hmm. What about? Oh no, that doesn't work. Who are you gonna say? Tom Starling, but we've already got a fourteen and a nine. I'd have him over Nicarima as a fourteen. Tom Starling, yes. Yeah. Now we're now now we're cooking with. Let's gas. just stop bumping people out of the penciled positions if they're. But would Nicarima? Would we do we want to shift Nicarima into the halves? 
<laughs> I was just so ready to get rid of him. But compared to Milford and Taylor, which seem to be the two best options at this point in time, Grima <laughs> sounds quite good. Instead um, of Ash Taylor? <laughs> sure, but again, now, now we've got gonna... now we've got Cody Nicarima and and Anthony Milford as the halves, which was the Broncos old combination that okay, didn't really okay. work. I'm gonna well. stop stop this rubbish talk about halves. Here's a genuine option. Go. Adam Kieran. Yes. Roosters Center? I'd put him in the halves. Oh yeah, true. And for over Milford, over Taylor, over Nicarima, he would be of all the halves that we've mentioned apart from Manu, I would have him. Cool. He's also solves the problem of goal kicker because oh. he was first choice wow. uh, for the Roosters at times this year. Wow. Depending on what halves they had on the pitch, but I'm fairly certain he was settled first choice um, in the back end of the year. And what he just played great footy. And he, he's stood up and grown a lot this year, like lots of those Roosters boys. I, I want him. He's my I like it. Pick of the bunch. Here's here's someone that <laughs> Love the intro, go on. Off contract at the end of the year. Bit of a journeyman um, on the older side, but still young in his NRL career. Manly boy, Andrew Davey, who is a Queenslander. Yeah, yeah, And you sure. think as he gets I, towards the end of his career, even though he's still young in his career, he is getting towards the end of it and maybe Queensland home uh, mm-hmm. might be a good place for retirement. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot depends on whether he is going to bounce back from this knee injury, but there's yeah. no reason why he can't. I yeah. certainly would put him in the back the row. Thing is, he's he's not a starting back rower. Okay, well he could be seventeen. He could be. He on... could be the seventeen. Yeah. Okay. I don't mean to. That means we got. That means we got. To, that means we got to find another back rower. We do need to find another okay. back rower. That's a good point. God. There's there's a number. <laughs> I mean. Parramatta look ripe for the taking in the, in you know twelve months time if they have another failed finals push. Mm. Hard to call it a fail again this year, but if they just don't win a premiership any soon, which feels like a lot of their roster is geared towards, it just may, means that they're going to have players available. So we've already got Marnie from them, but others like Ryan Madison, Isaiah Papali'i. Uh, near Corre, Junior Paulo are all off mm. contract at the end of 2022. Yeah. Um, One of those stand out. Some, I mean, someone like Ray Stone kind of gives me some energy about he, he impressed at 13 on the back end of the year for the Eels. Yeah. We need a 13 over, over at our team, the Dolphins. Is it going to be Ray Stone? I think, I think it could be a viable option. <laughs> okay. I think we chuck him in. Race done. Do it. Yeah, let's do it. He's in. <laughs> um, let's, start, let's start building this side. I think we still need to settle on halfback. Or is yeah. Kieran a halfback and we need to settle on 5 8? Um, Yet to be determined. Yeah, we kind of need to settle on a halfback. But well, geez, let's there's... settle on fullback and see whether Manu's going to be in fullback or in 5 8. Yeah. He's going to be in one of those two. Is there a better fullback option that you see? Pretty, um, pretty slim pickings in the fullback realms. Dylan Edwards is coming off contract for the Panthers. Can't really see him going. No, I can't see him moving. Um, not fullback, but in the back line, uh, 
Paul Momorowski's going to be off contract. He's already played for four clubs. Oh, get him would, would he make it five? I think so. Why not? Why and, wouldn't he take and, up every opportunity he could? And a handy backup goal kicker enters the team. Perfect. Wow. Perfect. There we go. I like that. How about at fullback, Matt Dufty? Yeah. He's going to have a chance to, you know, show his credentials at the Bulldogs. And I think while there's lots of doubt around him defensively and just his sort of size under the high ball and things like that, I think there's a lot of believers that have seen his sort of X factor that think he is a genuine first grade number one. Cool. And if not a top eight fullback. Yeah. Um, And so I could easily see the Bulldogs being impressed with him, not having enough money to lock him down and the Dolphins yeah. coming in. And, you know, he's the type of player I think that they'd, they'd like to have as well. We I just, like it. And then what yeah. we do is we shift Manu to six. We got Adam Kieran at seven. Wow. How, I love it. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> well, this is, this is you know, an Basically, easy Basically... <laughs> on on my on my little sheet right now, all I have mm-hmm. all I've got left is two wingers, one which could potentially be Philip Sammy. So either yep. two wingers or a winger and a center, and a second rower is what's missing from this seventeen. Our our likely mm. or I guess realistic Dolphins lineup. Um, is Joe Stimson a Queenslander? He's just somebody that's popped up. Joe Stimson. He played he from? good footy as a member of the Storm side. Joe Stimson's from Tamora in New South Wales. Ah. I mean, he could still go from the Bulldogs. He's just not recaptured any form that he had at the Storm, but it's obviously there. Yeah. Um, but Look, I yeah. don't hate it. I don't hate Corey it. Corey Harawira Naira is another one for that second row spot, I suppose. Yeah. Ooh. Well... Yeah, I don't know. I was you do get- lots of thinking in your head and the I, oohs and ahs. Yeah, it's <laughs> very good to hear. It's great for podcasts. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know how realistic this is, but Felice Cafusi is a Queenslander uh, at Melbourne. Yep. Am I filling this side with? Are we filling this side with too many state of origin players? <laughs> Not yet, because I still. I think you'll know when you read out the side 1 to 17 yeah. whether it sounds unrealistic. Well, let's stick Felice Cafusi in there. I think you can stick him in there. I think uh, when he's looking for a new contract, it'll, he's getting a bit on in his career. It could be that last big three, four-year deal. Mm. He's got the experience that they'll absolutely love to have. Obviously, he's a Queen Thunder through and through. Yeah, And he's also getting to that point a bit like Fanukan did at the Storm, where what the Storm are willing to offer doesn't match what he deserves or expects. Mm. And that's because the Storm run such a tight ship in terms of their contracts and how well planned they are. Ooh, ooh, I've got another one. Can I say? Of course. Okay. <laughs> I know. You don't have to ask for permission every time. We've been time taking speak, turns. But... We've been taking turns, and I got the last guy. So I thought, go I'd for ask. it. Isaac Lumi Lumi. Another Melbourne guy could be a bit. It's mm-hmm. a bit of a raid from Melbourne, but a lot of these fringe Melbourne players do spend a lot of time in Queensland, in yep. and around the stadiums that Redcliffe inhabits. Um, and I like it. I've been impressed by him. We need a winger. I think honestly, if they're not going to get someone like Ado Carr or 
Saab or someone in the top tier of wingers, then mm. it feels like the position which is most easily filled yeah. by <laughs> by almost anyone. <laughs> if you're not in that top tier of top ten wingers in the game, very true. Who just have you know X factor to burn the finishing ability that's just unreal or <laughs> tackle breaks and just a massive meter eater. Mm. They all well, everybody else just needs to catch the ball and run forward. That's it. Put him in there. He's he's in. <laughs> <laughs> um I've even got a couple of ideas about this final spot, but do you first? Nobody stands out. I'm happy to just um, okay. add my comments and opinions to your thoughts. Okay. Well, this would be <laughs> these guys are both centers, which would mean I'd put Philip Sammy on the wing. Okay. Uh Javid Bowen or mm-hmm. Isan Masters. Isan, they're both currently Queensland-based. Jarvid is an actual Queenslander. Um, uh, just both players that I feel like have been... Well, Jarvid hasn't been a journeyman. He's been at the Cowboys his entire career. Yeah, I like Jarvis. He'd be my tip. Jarvid. Jarvid. I yeah. said Jarvis. You said Jarvis. Oh, that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We'll, I like we'll edit it out in post. Oh, you know that won't Not, happen. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> No way. Like Bowen. I'm going to say Bowen because yep. I know um, <laughs> easier for me um, over, what is this, Isan Masters. Yeah. Is that how you say it? That's how you say it. I just want to make sure I get all my names correct from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you happy to go with Bowen over Masters? I'm very happy to go with Bowen over Masters. And then that's, I mean... Should should I read out this team and we can see if it sounds realistic or not? Yeah, because I think there were lots of pencil marks that we put in that are oh, no, we very took, quickly become permanent. No, 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 no. We took out we took out the halves and the fourteen that we had penciled in. The okay. others, I think everyone else was pretty much was pretty much in. Well, run through it. Let's see if it okay. sounds realistic to the ear. And- All right, okay, and I'll do it. I'll do it with some gusto so it sounds like a legitimate Redcliffe lineup. I love Gusto. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Suncorp Stadium. It's the Dolphins. It's the uh, the River City Dolphins, which is a potential name that they might go with, <laughs> up against the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, lining up for the Broncos. Actually, I won't do the Broncos lineup because that will be, we'll be here all night. We'll go with the Dolphins first and then... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at fullback, Matt Dufty. And joining him in the back three on the wings, it's Isaac Lumi Lumi and Philip Sammy. In the centres, it's Javid Bowen paired with Paul Momorowski. The halves are Joseph Manu in the sixth jersey and Adam Kieran, who's also the goal kicker. Uh, now for the front row, Pat Carrigan, Reid Marnie and Christian Welch, who is captain of this proud club. The... Back row features Felice Kafusi and Viliami Kikau, and locking the scrum is Ray Stone. The bench features Tom Starling, Corey Horsburgh, Cohen Hess, and Andrew Davey, and they are coached by Wayne Bennett. How'd that sound? Excellently done. Perfect. Did that, did that sound like a legitimate NRL team? I, I, in reading it out, yeah. I think that Nikarima sounds better at 14 than Starling. <laughs> Despite my earlier protests. You think so? I do. It just sounds more likely. And I think especially with Canberra looking to prioritise Starling moving forward over Hodgson. Yeah. 
That's true. It's less likely he'll move than Nicarima will. Okay. Other let's... than that, it looks fairly realistic. It's got a stacked forward pack. Yeah, it does have a pretty stacked forward pack. Um, but but but, is but it the unattainable? Line, no, because the back line isn't actually that stacked. Like Lumi, Lumi, Bowen, Momorovsky, Sami are all pretty like middle middle sort of line players. Um, Adam Kieran, you're taking a chance on having as your, your well, star. I think Manu's the only one that would come close to earning a million bucks. Yep. Welch would be on a big contract. Kafusi would probably be on a big contract. Kick Marnie out, would kick probably out, be on a, oh, kick, kick out. Would out. Be. But, but, you know, I think that's, that's still pretty, pretty realistic to have like Dufty, Manu, uh, Dufty, Manu, uh, Welch, kick out, Kafusi. Well, Kafusi probably, I mean, I don't think it would be a massive contract for Kafusi. No, but then, somewhere like, I don't know, six to nine. Yeah. But I, think, I still think it's that's attainable. A big, I yeah, think I think it's, it's attainable too because you look at some of the other sides that have, like, for instance, Manley can afford $3 million players pretty much in mm. DCE and the Trebojevic boys. Plus, we've got a supporting cast of players like Tapao, Aloe. I mean, most of the wingers and outside backs are on low money, but we've still got Dylan Walker eating up a fair chunk. Yeah. Um, when you say it like that, it actually doesn't sound that plausible. <laughs> no. <laughs> apart from the other... The... Oh, I'm no. happy with it. Look, look, I'm, I'm, look I'm at happy a team, Look at a team like, like um, the Roosters when everyone's fit. Or like even the Rabbitohs. Like, think about Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, Cameron Murray, uh, Dane Gagai, Damian Cook. Like that's, you know. Yeah. Think about that. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I'd rather this Dolphin side. Yeah. Than those boys. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, even the Roosters when they're all fully fit. James Tedesco, Angus Crichton. uh, Like this year, if you think about what they were meant to have this year. Boyd Corona, Jake Friend, uh, Joey Manu. you know, even Daniel Tupo, like it's pretty. It's that's actually pretty pretty attainable. Well, let's lock it in then. Let's lock it in. Wow, wow. <laughs> send it off to Redcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get the invoice, and then we'll just uh, credit ourselves. And then next thing you know, we're we're bloody we're bloody recruitment managers for the, <laughs> for the working Dolphins. under Big Wayne Bennett, under, <laughs> <laughs> reporting directly to Wayne, <laughs> doing a podcast every on the side. <laughs> Hey, we'd be able to get Redcliffe players on on the podcast. Think that's, about that. Uh, that's true. That's very true. Pretty cool. We wouldn't have to go through all these loopholes that we try to try to do talking to media managers and whatnot. That sounds very difficult, but we could maybe. get we could we could get we could get Christian Welch on the podcast whenever we wanted to. <laughs> that's true. We've had to knock him back a few times just because of scheduling difficulties. <laughs> on very busy schedules, so That's he hasn't true. been able to appear. But if he, we were at the train, same training facilities as them, we could just get them as they're walking off the the oval. That's right. They'd have doing no their choice. stretches. Yeah, we just put a mic underneath their face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect place for it. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I think that uh, I think that. That's that concludes this this uh, special podcast about all about the dolphins. Um, closing remarks. I'm personally very excited, um, and I think it was the perfect choice. I think when I was looking at the Jets, the Firehawks, and the Dolphins, I definitely wanted the Dolphins to get the win. What about you? 
I yeah, I agree. Um, seems like a smart choice. I'm excited to what opportunities this opens up for the NRL in the future, potentially an 18th side, not too far away. And just another trip up to Queensland, another chance to win up there would be great. Takes away some of the monopoly power of the Broncos, which I think is a good thing. And overall, I think it's a positive for the game. There'll be more registered NRL players, you know, 30 more, really, in 2023, Mm. which is very exciting for all the youngsters coming through and gives a lot of players a lot more to play for. Absolutely. Well, until next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.